1: Believers strengthened in their faith and for their Jewish kinsmen to come to the saving knowledge of Jesus as the
2: Messiah, the Son of God. Bless the Lord. Good evening to you and welcome to For Zion's Sake. We thank you for joining us. with the Volks. My name is Shelley,
3: And my name is June. Hi, everyone.
2: It's good to be with you as we continue a theme that we started on Monday. And if you're with us, you know that theme is Drifting And the remedy for drifting away from the Word of God is to take heed. This is all spelled out in chapter 2 of Hebrews. I'm going to read the first four verses in chapter 2 of Hebrews, which, of course, picks up on the glory of chapter 1, which shows that Jesus is so far superior to the angels. I encourage you to read chapter 1 in Hebrews. All right, let's begin with chapter 2, verse 1. Therefore, we must give the more earnest heed to the things we have heard, lest we drift away. That spells out what we're talking about this week. If the word spoken through angels prove steadfast, and every transgression and disobedience received a just reward, how shall we escape if we neglect so great a salvation, which at the first began to be spoken by the Lord, and was confirmed to us by those who heard him. God also bearing witness, both with signs and wonders, with various miracles and gifts of the Holy Spirit, according to his own will. Again, the message is, be careful that you're not drifting away from the word of God, because that we the remedy for drifting is to taking heed. We saw in uh, Hebrews 1, for example, God says, But to which of the angels has He ever said, Sit at my right hand till I have made your enemies your footstool? In John 1 1, In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. This is not some novel or reading. This is the Word of God. And while we have to be aware of what's going on around us, we can be taken in by worldly things, but are we taking heed to what the Word of God says? Again, taking heed means to be aware pay attention and regard it means a lot more than just listening and drifting means to slip away to drift away to flow by it's a spiritual condition and it's the start of a greater decline even as we spoke yesterday we'll mention today our hearts get hardened if we're not taking heed to the word of god
3: and when we talk about the word of god Shelley, it's not Letters or numbers on a piece of paper. It's a person. Jesus is the Word who was made flesh, who now sits at the right hand of our Father in heaven, who lives in our hearts if we are born again. And the new covenant is the law written on our hearts that we might not sin against Him. So for every listener and for you and me, we need to live a life of forgiving, a life of turning our other cheek, a life of holiness, walking with God. And as you read, if he didn't spare the angels, meaning Satan and his fallen angels who follow him, we won't be spared either. We need to take heed to not drift away from the Lord.
2: We read Hebrews 3, 1 to 6, and I'd like to read it again as, as as far as a review. Therefore, holy brethren, partakers of the heavenly calling, consider the apostle and high priest of our confession, Christ Jesus, who was faithful to him who appointed him, as Moses also was faithful in all his house. For this one has been counted worthy of more glory than Moses, inasmuch as he who built the house has more honor than the house, than the house itself, for every house is built by someone. But he who built all things is God. And Moses indeed was faithful in all his house as a servant, for a testimony of those things which would be spoken afterward. But Christ, as a son over his own house, whose house we are, if we hold fast the confidence and the rejoicing of the hope firm to the end. Holding fast is really similar. To taking heed, we cannot look at the word casually. We must live by every word that proceeds from the mouth of God. And when we look at Hebrews four fourteen to sixteen, verse fourteen again says, "Hold fast." For, and uh, again, Hebrews five nine to eleven nine to eleven says, "Hold fast." We read Proverbs twenty one sixteen. We closed the program yesterday with this: "A man who wanders from the way of understanding." will rest in the uh, uh,
3: assembly of the dead. We'd like to go on. Yes, Jimmy And just to know that Adam and Eve looked alive, but they were dead after they ate from the tree of the knowledge of good and evil. So don't be deceived to think that you can walk in a different way than the Lord, because he's alive in us to keep us and to walk the narrow path which leads to eternal life and glory in Him. Yeah, take
2: heed lest you drift away. All right, let's look at 2 Timothy chapter 2, verse 15. Be diligent to present yourself approved to God, a worker who does not need to be ashamed, rightly dividing the word of truth. If we're drifting away, we will not be able to rightly divide the word of truth. Let's go to Hebrews chapter 6 verse 12. Do not become sluggish, okay? This is this is what happens if we drift away and we don't realize we're drifting. Do not become sluggish, but imitate those who through faith and patience in heart and <coughs> I'm sorry, and patience in hearing the promises. We need to take the promises and live by them. Hebrews 10, 38 to 39. Now the just shall live by faith, but if anyone draws back, again, this is drifting away. Let me start over again. Now the just shall live by faith, but if anyone draws back, my soul has no pleasure in him, but we are not of those who draw back to destruction, but to those who believe to the saving of the soul. Really, there's a process that uh, works in our life day by day, the, the, the process of transformation. But if we drift away, if we get sluggish, and if our heart, heart becomes hard, we're, it's all useless. And God wants us not to drift away. Again, it's so vital not to drift away.
3: And he doesn't want us to drift away, Shelley, because he loves us. He died for us. He gave his life for us and his life is alive in us, and we can grieve the Spirit by compromising with things that are totally acceptable and legal in the world, like fornication. People live together before they're married, in the name of the Lord, because... It's just the thing to do. Right, right. How many Christians I see proclaiming on Facebook being in a relationship after divorce as if there's nothing wrong with that. And in the world, there's nothing wrong with that. But in the eyes and the heart of the Lord, it's it becomes evident that our hearts have grown hard. So we really need to know the Word of God and to know the book of Hebrews and love the Lord's commandments and let them not be burdensome to us, to meditate on them day and night and ask the Lord for grace to walk the way of the cross, Shelley.
2: So we see drifting away is just a very subtle beginning of having a hard heart or, or losing our zeal for the Lord. Jude... Verse 3, I found it necessary to write to you, I'm sorry, I, I, I found it necessary to write to you, exhorting you to contend earnestly for the faith which was once and for all delivered to the saints. Again, throughout all, from the Old Testament to the New, the, the, the it's not in word only, but it's contending earnestly, taking heed earnestly to the word of God. This is the word of God. Revelation 3.3, in a letter to the church at Sardis, it says, remember therefore how you have received and heard. Hold fast and repent. Again, we spoke about holding fast. It's a similar expression as take heed.
3: This word must become the engrafted word in our lives. And to repent is to change your mind and agree with God. Not what you think, you feel, or you want out of your own filtering
2: system. That's right. Um, Psalm 95, 7 and 8. For he is our God and we are the people of his pasture and the sheep of his hand. Today... If you hear his voice, do not harden your hearts as in the rebellion, as in the day of trial in the wilderness. Again, God doesn't want us to repeat what took place in the wilderness. There was drifting away that turned into sluggishness, that turned into a hard heart. We need to be careful and guide and guard ourselves and take heed. I'd like to read Proverbs chapter 4, verse 23, verse 23 to 27. Keep your heart with all diligence, for out of it springs the issues of life. Put away from you a deceitful mouth. Put perverse lips far from you. Let your eyes look straight ahead, and your eyelids look right before you. Ponder the path of your feet, and lest all and let all your ways be established. Do not turn to the right or to the left. Remove your foot from evil." All this speaks about drifting away. It starts so gentle, so subtle, and before we know it, we're far, far away from the Lord, and God is exhorting us, I trust, through these programs to take heed, take heed, and do not drift away. Be in the Word daily, constantly, that we will get stronger and stronger with the Lord.
3: And examine yourself to see your attitude of heart is the Lord living his life through you? Is he living, teaching you to forgive, to love, to turn the other cheek, to live a holy life through?
2: Yes, Lord, Father, we thank you, Lord. Thank
3: you, Lord. Thank
2: you that you're persistent in your word; it's consistent throughout the Word of God.
3: Thank you, Lord. Lord,
2: I pray that people take this to heart, and I pray Junie and I take it to yes, heart. Yes, Lord. That we ought to take heed to every word that proceeds from the mouth to of you, God, Lord. and hold fast and not decline in our zeal for you in Yeshua's holy name. Amen.
1: Amen.